you're not a victim. You're doing it. And when you're ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. Hello and welcome to the first episode of The Humble You Podcast. Before I get into the details about the podcast, let me start with a brief introduction about myself. My name is Joseph, and I am the founder of Humble You Media and Coaching. I'm a former TV meteorologist turned clinical psychology major and a life coach. And yes, it was an interesting transition, but we'll save that for a little bit later on in this episode. So I will be the host throughout each and every podcast, bringing the latest content related to mind, body, and life. This content will include the latest scientific research and studies, topic areas, current events, and much more. In addition, I will rely heavily on interviewing guests in order to gain a larger perspective on their research and experience. I believe everyone has a story to share and something we can all learn from that story. I'm excited for all future episodes exploring unique topics and sharing those inspirational stories. And if you would like to share that story you have or some research, please send an email to info at humble, the letter you media.com. Again, info at humble you media.com, and we'll be in touch. This podcast is part of my company, Humble You. It's a one stop source of information, media, coaching, original meditations, and an online store. Out of these options, I believe everybody will find something that will be inspiring, thought provoking, and humbling. I started this company to provide coaching programs that led to a new idea to produce content while still having that next step coaching program available. I believe information is key and our free content will help you get started on a new enhanced reality. Humble You Media is our content section of the website with news, articles, and videos for your pleasure. Humble You Meditations are guided original meditations that are free to stream and available to download in the store. And speaking of the store, the Humble You store holds assessments such as the unique Energy Leadership Assessment, as well as some premium content. And lastly, Humble You Coaching is a unique, customizable coaching program that puts you in charge. Choose things such as your source of coaching, topics, style, length, and much more. Included, I will have a free 30-minute initial session to make sure it's a good fit for both you and I, as I will be doing the coaching. Right now, space is limited. I believe coaching provides a great opportunity to take information learned and apply it with a partner. A coach keeps you on track, helps you digest information, gives you motivation, inspiration, and champion, and also provides activities such as role-playing to meet your next goal. Visit humbleumedia.com to view all these great resources. All right, that's enough about the company. Let's talk about something that I personally do not enjoy talking about much, and that's myself. My story starts in high school as I was already committed to play college baseball in Maryland and study business. And during my senior year of high school, I suffered a compound fracture to my fibia. It was the first real setback in life, and... I spent freshman year of college rehabbing, but the outlook didn't look great. I was at a crossroads. I had a decision to make. Do I spend another year rehabbing and try to make it back for two seasons or make a change? I decided not only to stop playing baseball, but I also got out of business to pursue my childhood dream of becoming a meteorologist. I remember as a child being fascinated by the weatherman. 
I self-taught myself in middle school to forecast the weather and read weather models. It was such a thrill to know the future conditions. While in high school, I emailed my favorite weatherman and I asked him what I needed to do in order to become a meteorologist. And his response, don't do it. It's difficult work. So as we fast forward to college, freshman year, I'm a whole different person. Not as scared, a little bit more courage, been through some stuff, know that life's not perfect. So I said to myself, what is there to lose? I'm glad I made the decision to transfer schools. I found a beautiful small college in Vermont, Linden State College. As they're known for their media and meteorology programs, I knew I was in good hands as many alumni worked on TV, both on and off air, such as the Weather Channel's Jim Cantori. While the change of scenery was difficult to grasp at first, as Vermont is much different than my hometown in New Jersey, I found it great for what I was there to do. I got the experience and studies needed to get a job right out of college. I was hired for a CBS affiliate in the capital of Michigan, in Lansing, the number one station in the area. And I remember driving there after I finished my last final, filled with anticipation of getting on air. The first few months were great. I had my own weekend morning show where I worked the desk with the anchor, helping with stories, did my own weather and traffic. I also worked the evening newscasts, a more traditional format. Unfortunately, I got to understand the business a bit and I knew something wasn't right. I didn't want to get into specific details right now, but let's just say behind the scenes of the news outlet, it's a whole different world. Superficial personalities, fear-mongering, suppression, fake news. It's all real. I didn't feel right inside. So I was at a crossroads yet again. Do I continue working for a business that's corrupt and against my values? Or do I make another change? This time the decision was a bit more difficult. Before I just had one year in college and now I had three years plus about a year and a half of work. I was established in a professional job, but I remember thinking back to that previous choice I made and I was able to achieve something I previously dismissed. I knew with time I'd be okay. I did not let fear get in my way. <laughs> A little rhyme there, huh? <laughs> so here I am today in the beginning phases of a brand new journey with Humble You. I've obtained knowledge in clinical psychology, worked internships, got certified through a rigorous eight-month coaching program, coached individuals, witnessed changes. I couldn't be happier. This doesn't mean I wish all along I started this company, maybe stayed in business. My experiences, they were rewarding. I had setbacks, yeah, but I learned so much through the struggle. I would never want it any differently. I would have never experienced college sports if I did not continue rehabbing in Maryland. I would have never experienced live TV or the perks that come with it. I would have sat back and had a bunch of what ifs. So my study, my research, and my personal experience in coaching others has opened my eyes to a whole new world. One of more control and freedom, more knowledge and wisdom. One where I could take myself serious, take care of my mind, my body, and shape the life I want. And it is through this inspiration that I started Humble You, so everyone can explore themselves, find their truths, and impact this strange and confusing world. 
I believe knowledge and truth is something we can all strive towards. And I also believe we are capable of achieving whatever we wish, as I am witness to it. The moral of my story and of the whole company is to be opposite of how that meteorologist responded to my inquiry back in high school. I was to provide the hope that anything's possible, that we can heal ourselves, change our ways, and step into a new reality. The key to this hope lies within us. All it takes is a strong connection to your true self. One not filtered by your judgments, past experiences, limiting beliefs, and assumptions. One that was free, one that's open, and one that's clear. We are all capable of more. I strive to provide content and coaching so you can self-connect and take back your power. You can think without limits. You can act without fear. It all starts with a choice in you. There's no one button fixes all with this. We're all unique with our own strengths and weaknesses. And with that said, one thing that could be done to start the process of building self-connection, let's start with a little exercise. Close your eyes, take a breath in the nose, out the mouth. Focus on the breath and continue this pattern. In and out. Think about you. Who are you? What do you represent? What's coming up? Sit with it. Understand it. And make sure it's what you want. The better you know you, the better you can express and be you. There are so many times I notice myself saying or doing things that I wish I could just take back. Many of these come from automated responses that I've personally built through previous experience, judgments, and assumptions. As I become more self-aware, I became more in control. My responses were not automatically occurring. I noticed flaws and faults, and instead of hiding them, I desired to handle them. The more I awoke, the more care I took for myself, the more I got out of life. If you cannot care for you, how can you care for others? In the end, we all have more control over our reality, of our awareness or our consciousness, that we're led to believe. Do you want a life to control you, or do you want a life that you have more control? Do you want to become more dependent on yourself, or keep your dependency on others? Depending on technology, dependent on the system. There's one thing though, you cannot be a victim to anybody or anything if you're truly depending on yourself. And to me, that's true freedom. So to close this episode, I wanna do a dive into a new study that ties everything up we've said so far in a nice little bow. The study's out of New University of Buffalo, which indicates that you can train your taste buds to like veggies. Talk about taking back your power. When food enters the mouth, it is first in contact with our saliva before taste receptor cells turn on. The saliva has over 1,000 proteins that are influenced by what we eat. Anne-Marie Terrigrosa, assistant professor in the university's psychology department states, when you eat, it creates a signature in your salivary proteins, and these proteins modulate the sense of taste. Continuing, our data doesn't provide a number, such as 12 servings of broccoli. However, for people who avoid these foods because of their bitterness, 
but would like to include them in their diet, they should know that their tastes will eventually change. So how does this work? There's a narrow window in our perceptive tastes for sweets, which is why cupcakes are universally loved. Differences in how our taste buds recognize bitter tastes, however, is more like a wide door. But with target practice, we can help aim our taste buds towards a different destination. And as I said, and the intro with Alan Watts stated, you are not a victim. You're doing it. If you understand with time, your taste buds will change. You can control your reality. Your cravings for sweets can be controlled. Again, it is all in your hands. We are more powerful than we are led to believe. Think about this. Think of yourself or the mind and consciousness as the saliva proteins. You are fed information and changed by what you are fed. Unlike the protein though, we have some control of that content entering. We can create, we can adapt, and we can change. I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. It was a bit dry, but future episodes will feature guests and have more content. But for the first episode, this will do. I hope you all found something to be inspiring, or at least get you thinking. It's best to be distracted with something that builds you rather than keeps you grounded. If you would like more content, please visit HumbleUmedia.com. Again, HumbleUmedia.com. I wish you all the best. Stay strong. Be great. Humble you. Peace.